Welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is Justin, and with me today is Milosh. Merry Christmas. The shit is full. I was going to say, man, you're like switching it up. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, oh. Chevy Chase, he actually says the shit is full. Uh, to Elaine and oh, boyfriend, yeah, yeah, he yeah, says, yeah, he says, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. The shit is full. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, there you go. So you're taking the, the next level, the next line of dialogue. Exactly, exactly. Oh. Gotta, we're, we're, evolve, we're, playing, yeah. we're playing checkers. We're playing checkers. You're playing chess. You know what I mean? All right. Well, today on the Advent Calendar Pods, we are discussing the wonderfully animated... I'm joking. This movie was god-awful. The Tom Hanks film, uh, 2004 film, The Polar Express. Um, this movie, I'm going to get it out of the way now. This movie this movie haunts my dreams. This movie is a, a nightmare-fueled craziness. Um, he, It's like an acid trip that they make these kids go on. Uh, I don't know what is going on here. The animation scares the living daylights out of me. Um, yeah, the I, I try to avoid. In general, is okay, but the faces. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but, but the people, faces people are, are creepy. Of, yeah, and, and, are and, creepy. and like everything else is alright, but it's like yeah. Well, I mean, this this kind of like scares me a little bit because I'm like I I would I would usually I would have liked it because it's a Robert Zemeckis film, exactly. which if anybody knows who Robert Zemeckis is. He's done all three Back to the Future movies. He did uh, Forrest Gump. He did uh, Castaway. He did uh, Flight. He did a bunch of movies. And yeah, this this movie just scares the bejeebus out of me. It's like cheap as crawlers. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, Polar Express. So it is a 2004 film that is... Uh, I believe it's based on the book. I don't, yeah, the book came out yeah, in ni- nineteen. Yeah, nineteen eighty-five children's book um, that came out, and then it says that it uses using live action and motion capture CGI. So this was very, 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 very heavy on on motion capture because man, it is way too motion capture. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, the yeah. Eyes and the yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Early. It's like you're, it's like you're staring in the eyes of, I don't know, a killer. Tom yeah, Hanks stealing the, ch- the abyss turned back. Yeah, it's Tom Hanks stealing your children at night. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this is another uh, team up between uh, Robert Zemeckis and Alan Silvestri, who um does the um the music for this um you know they he's composed all of his films you know going back to back to the future oh, sorry back to the future um who framed roger rabbit forrest gump castaway um yeah you know and he's done other films he did the music for predator the abyss father of the bride bodyguard Par- parent trap uh Stuart little the mummy uh no sorry the mummy returns lilo and stitch um G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, which is the one we didn't do. Um, he also did the Avengers movie um, thing. So, yeah, very prolific. Um, 
uh, musician and, uh, you know, it was very good. Um, yep. So it came out in 2004. It had a budget of 165 to 170 million and the box office was 314. So not too shabby. It made its money back. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a record breaking, uh, budget though for an animated feature at the time, mostly because, you know, didn't really cost too much to, you know, yeah. But, you know, it was very, very early on and all that stuff. And I mean, I will give, I will give, um, uh, Robert Zemeckis some credit that he does usually try to do like, you know, some, some technological stuff before maybe it should happen. And, um, you know, I mean, I I guess it wasn't a total miss on his part, but it's, uh, you know, because it made movie. I mean, yeah, it made movie. (laughs) It made money. money Um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it made money, too. He made a movie, and it made money. Um, Yeah. um, Oh, um, it's also listed in the 2006 Guinness World Records. As the first all digital capture film. Well, there you go. That's how early it was. Oh, wow. Yep. And this was also the last um, performance by Michael Jeter, um, who passed away, I believe, sh- just before this movie was released. Um, he's been in a bunch of films. He's a, I don't know if you call him a character actor. He's kind of like a, like a background guy, but you would know him if you saw him. Um, he was... Uh, even the voice is recognizable. Yeah. He was uh, Mr. Noodle's brother in uh, Sesame Street, which is probably what he was most known for. Um, so he was the father in Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, not many people watch Jurassic Park 3, though. <laughs> for good reason. Um, but yeah, he, he was also in... Um, Ango and Cash, The Fisher King, which is a great uh, Robin Williams movie with uh, Jeff Bridges. Um, yep. Sister Act 2, Air Bud, Mousetrap, Patch Adams, Green Mile, Jurassic Park 3, as mentioned, uh, and yep. The Polar Express. Anywho, yeah, so uh, basically the plot of this movie is such as follows. Uh, so I will try to expand a little bit on it, since uh, Milos had to make a comment about my plots in a nutshell um so what happens is that this kid it's christmas eve in roughly the 50s late 50s early 60s i guess um you know he's sort of at the age where it's like you know does he believe in santa anymore you know does he still have the magic in him to hear the bells ringing um and so he goes to bed one night yeah (laughs) and uh he goes to bed one night and uh, is waiting to hear the bells on the rooftop of Santa's sleigh and ends up hearing the train whistle, excuse me, train whistle of um, the Polar Express instead. And so what happens is he gets on and he joins a conductor who's played by Tom Hanks and a few other children. Um, And they pick up one last child after they pick him up. And they all head up to the North Pole. And meanwhile, um, you know, there's things of, uh, you know, kids losing tickets and trying to catch up to him and trying to get the other kid who 
doesn't really believe in any of this. It's really his last hurrah at this too. Trying to get him to come in and hang out with them. They drink hot cocoa on the train ride. They get stuck in front of some caribou. Um, <laughs> and uh, I uh, and then you know he walks on top of the train and you know he sees a guy who's like living on top of the train and makes a fire and you know helps him out a little bit and stuff like that. And he's the king of the North Pole. And everything like that. Uh, who's also another character played by Tom Hanks. I think Tom Hanks plays a, quite a few characters in this. And Tom Hanks um, like does like five, six different voices. Yeah, yeah. And um, but what's what's weird about this movie though, and what's what what freaks me out about it is that like every character looks like him though because it's all vocab. So it's like. <laughs> It's like it's great that he does all these characters, but it's like every character he voices, he looks like. So it's almost like, you know, like the like the train conductor is like all of these different characters or something. Like it's very weird and off-putting. Anyway, um, so yeah, so they make it to the North Pole. Um, they get to meet Santa. Um, you know, he he tells Santa also that he believes. Also voiced by Tom Hanks. Um, he tells Santa that he believes he's able to hear the bell, his the sleigh bell ringing. Um, and then they all get back on the train and then get dropped off after they get their tickets stamped and their tickets all give them a lesson. So like one says you need to rely on others. The other one says that you're a leader. The other one, uh, I forgot what the, the one for the little kid said, but, um, and then the one for him said believe, which is what he said, which means, you know, that he finally believed in him again and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so this was a fun little film. Um, nothing too spectacular about it. I mean, I wasn't too crazy about it. Um, a lot of times I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I'm like, why? Why does this seem like? Obviously, it was a dream. Because, you know, uh, none of this actually happened uh, to this child, uh, you know, and it just kind of seemed like a bad acid trip. Like, it was like, well, what is going on here? Like, why is this kid? Well, it's evident, it's evident by the coat ripping, uh, actually, pocket of the coat ripping. And Marvel yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it, it rips. Dream and also when he wakes up. Yep. So then it's like, is it a dream? Did it really happen? It's like, what? And then at the end, he gets the bell that he left in Santa's sleigh. He gets it underneath the tree and a note from Santa. So it's like, well, did it actually happen? Because in his waking state, he gets his note in the bell. But he didn't rip the pocket until he woke up, which he ripped the pocket in the dream. So what was it? Did he actually go on the Polar Express? Or did he not go on the Polar Express? Hmm. I wonder. Anyway, exactly. Um, it's like the ending yeah. of in, uh, Inception. Yeah. yeah. Dream. Mm. Maybe you should have taken the red pill and woke up. Anyway, exactly. Um, I would have taken the red red pill though. Yeah, I, I would have. I would have woken up because man, was this not a good movie? Um, I mean, I get the I get the point of the story and stuff like that, but it's like. Yeah, they well, took, you like, get the whole point of the story at the end. Was, you know, you have to believe. Yeah, I know. Well, they get, they get, like, uh, though, like, you know, and my friends, 
go hear the rings, but you know. Mm. But as the years passed, I still believed. <laughs> Even his sister stopped believing, and then he still exactly, heard the bells. Exactly. The bells, the bells are ringing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for whom, for whom the bell tolls, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I not don't. For know. Me, I just, not for me. Yeah, I this uh, I don't know. This movie just wasn't for me. Um, maybe it's because it came out, you know, when I was already a teenager, and I, I'm I'm more of a fan, I guess, of like hand drawn animation. Um, at times, I think this was a little too computer yeah, generated. Same. I think whatever I, they were I, trying with this one, the animation just didn't. Yeah, I think, I think kind of fell into I, a hole of like they already sank. 130 million into it or whatever did you say mm-hmm. the budget was uh 170 and so even worse 170 <laughs> million into it and it's like dude, which i mean they like, ended up they ended up getting back though right because 170 yeah, so like, would have been 170 and 170 so 17 17 that would have been uh actually no they didn't make it back because yeah, double the budget did, yeah yeah, because double the budget would have meant that it was uh, that it would have made um, three hundred and forty million, and it only made three hundred and fourteen. So it didn't even make yeah. the you know it didn't even make a profit really. Yeah, but uh, two thousand four money is different than two thousand twenty two money. So who knows? Uh, yeah, true. But I mean, the economics but of I it think, were all the I same, think, though. Yeah, but at the same time, like the movie wasn't as you know. Probably accepted as a success just because I think everybody was freaked out by it. Well, it was seen as a success. I think it was flat out animated. This one, Mm. like forego the mocap and everything else, just make it an animated movie. Mm -hmm. I think it comes off way better than it actually did. Oh, thousand percent. Like story solid. The characters are solid. Like, and you're not even bothered by the fact that you know Tom Hanks is like six people. You know. Because it doesn't really matter in animated movies, so they were trying to do something, set it up. Yeah, well, it doesn't. It to, to your point though, it doesn't matter in animated movies, but it does matter in this one because exactly. not only did he do the voice of six characters, but he looked like all six characters. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> in animation, you can do six voices. They do that on The Simpsons all the time, but the characters don't all look like the guy. You know? Exactly. Yep, yep. And this one, they all look like the same guy. Even Santa. I mean, they tried making Santa not look like him, but man, Santa then came out looking like the weirdest of them all. (laughs) Exactly. It was almost a mix between, like, um, Tom Hanks and uh, Sandy Claus from uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) This is just nightmare fuel. And it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, but like I said, you know, it's like it could have worked, but at the same time, you have to say, like, somebody had to start it, you know, the mocap. It's like, you know, it's pretty funny. Somebody has to, like, start, yeah, somebody has to be the first, you know, somebody has to begin it because then at some point, like, I think it was with Gollum in uh, Lord of the Rings movies where you really got mocap, really, like, people were like, Hey, this could actually work if done right. Yeah, but um, unlike yeah, but that was that was before this. 
that was before this movie though. Because that came out in 2001. Why did I miss up my ears? Hmm? Well, it's almost 2 a.m., so it's my my thoughts are all, all over the place. <laughs> now, now it just makes it worse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were, you were trying to find some positives in this, but, like, I keep gotcha. poking holes in your exactly. positives. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. let me see. It's worse. Yeah, so he plays... Oh, God. Now it's bad. I thought it was bad before. Now it's worse. Yeah, so Tom Hank plays hero boy adult voice. Hero boy's father. Conductor, hobo, Santa Claus, and Ebenezer Scrooge puppet. Which I don't even know the... Wait, where was the puppet? Uh, he showed I up in like one scene. Like he was a uh, blink and you missed it. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Um... Yeah, that's like six characters right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think mocap just made this thing worse. Mm-hmm. The general story is all right, but it's like you have to sit actually watching it. It just does not pan out the way I think it was ever intended to be. At the same time, if you want to scare the crap out of kids, this might be a good thing to do. Holy shit, Steven Tyler was in this movie. From Aerosmith. Probably singing, yeah. He he was the, oh, he was Elf Lieutenant. Yeah, Elf Lieutenant and Elf Singer. That's what he was. And Charles Fletcher. I was singing, I was like, dude, that looks like Steven Taylor. Mm. Glad I'm not totally off my... uh... And uh, Charles Fletcher. Fletcher. He was... uh, I guess he was also, he's also a singer. He was also one of the elves, I guess. Or something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, the, so. The main okay. guy, the, the, the know-it-all kid. Man, that guy was annoying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think his name and, is Billy, the, the kid that picked up last. Like yeah. Guy was, yep, 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 yep. That guy looked like Dewey. Malcolm in the middle. Mm, yep. Like that's Dewey. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the guy who played the voice of um, the Know It All kid um, is Ed Deason, who um, his voice is very recognizable. Um, yeah. He was in Greece. He was in Greece too. He was in War Games. Um, stuff like that. Like those are like probably the most popular ones. He was also yep. the voice in um Dexter's Laboratory. He was a uh, man dark in Dexter's Laboratory, which I usually remi- remember him from because uh, that voice very uh, recognizable. Um, I think that was the guy that was uh always trying to flirt with um what's her face the um Dexter's sister. Dee Dee. Yeah, Dee Dee. And, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, if you were looking for a, uh, if you were looking for a film, uh, looking for a good review of this film, I don't think you're going to find it here. Um, I mean, you know. But this is one of those, like, if you want to go on an acid trip and actually take acid, (laughs) do something, you can double your dose by taking acid and actually watching this movie. 
<laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, this was just get high was, and watch. <laughs> would be like, just don't get just don't get high on your own supply. Exactly. But uh, yeah, you know this. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to down it too much. Yeah, I guess because it's gonna be because I'm gonna start. Because honestly, the more we cover it, the more I'm gonna find yeah. wrong with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just gonna make me feel bad, and it's gonna make me. You know, I'm always the negative guy. I'm always like, you know, finding everything wrong with stuff. But like, you know, this movie is awful. Tale of the Seven. This is the one. Uh oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is this is definitely a one on the on the seven scale. On the this is not... scale. Yeah, and you know what? That one honestly is for the music because the music is is good in it. I like Alan Silvestri as a uh, as a uh, uh, musician, I guess, chorist. I don't I don't know yeah, what yeah. you composer composer. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, exactly. As a composer, um, yeah, you know he he does very good work as a composer. Um, you know, uh, Robert Zemeckis did what he could, I guess, with the story. They can't all be winners. Um, apparently, I'm looking at some of the production notes. Apparently, Tom Hanks optioned the book in 1999 with the uh, hopes of playing both the conductor and Santa Claus. So he wanted to uh, do it. Yeah, but what I would really and, be interesting to know is the background mm-hmm. of how it went from something that was supposed to be animated to something that ended up being. Well, one of the well, one of the going mocap with this one is actually, I think, what ruins the movie because it takes you yeah. away from the story, which which stands like the story is all right, but it's like mm-hmm. by doing the whole animated mocap thing, like you're not even doing it. You, Either do animated or do live action. Like I'm okay with either because I think either of those formats would have suited the movie better. But doing it animated mocap thing just ruins the whole thing. Like the whole experience is, you know, it's really funny because I don't think like everybody's like whenever you bring up Polar Express to anybody, it's always the same thing. It's like, dude, that animation, those are, you know. Well, I think. Well, I think well, I'm looking at it now in the development stuff, and it looks like part of the sale was that the condition was that it not be animated. But then Robert Zemeckis is like, you can't make this a live action film because instead of it costing 160 million, it would have cost one billion dollars to try to make it at the time. Because it's like, how do you make that film into live action? That would have to be like a huge blockbuster film, and you wouldn't have been able to find anybody to you know give you the money for that. And so I'm guessing the mocap stuff was like a happy medium. It was still live action, you know, because you get to see Tom Hanks' face, but it's still kind of animated, you know? Yeah, I still think it would have been a whole lot better if it was just one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Well, I guess you hear our thoughts on this one. Uh, Sorry that this uh, day of... uh, Advent celebrating is uh, kind of a downer, kind of a negative one, but hey, they can't all be winners. So, you know, yeah. suck it up. Suck it up and come back sometimes tomorrow, I guess. Polar Express. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, they can't all be home alone. Sometimes they gotta be Polar Express, so. Uh, exactly. 
<laughs> All right, Although guys. I don't uh, think not even John Caddy would have uh, made this one uh, a bearable. Yeah, no, no, there would be no pokers in this one. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, so uh, so yeah, I think we're gonna uh, conclude this one. Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for joining us on this one, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. Yeah.